When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, time to look at the NRL now on the back of uh, what has been uh, pretty much the last round of warm-up games for most of the clubs. And uh, we here at home saw the Warriors run out a very strong side against uh, the Dolphins, uh, prevailing 34-22 in the end. It was a game where they got through basically injury-free, what is also a game where Andrew Webster, despite the scoreline and some of the good finishing, said they've got plenty to work on. They can't make that many mistakes, that many turnovers, and hope to be competitive throughout the NRL. So that was his perspective on it. Uh, but as always, we like to get a, a perspective from across the Tasman, and we always like to go to the guy uh, who knows the most about it, as far as we're concerned, number one caller over there for Fox, of course, and of course has got the breakfast show with Brandy. Uh, in Sydney on SEN. Good morning to you, Vossi, uh, for the second time. Uh, yeah, good morning, Smithy, and uh, to everyone tuned in, and I want to go right off the top. I am very bullish about the Warriors uh, backing up what they achieved last year. In fact, this morning, Brandy and I have uh, declared our top eights and all sorts of predictions, and I have the Warriors not just in the top eight. I've got them in the top four again and they will be in with a crack at the title. So I am I am on board the Warriors bus in 2024. Good on you. Uh, nice to know. Actually, really, really nice to know. Um, what If you looked at that, that side for the Warriors, uh, he said it was pretty much his, his go-to starting side. Is that the way you would see it for Webster? Well, the, the one, um, and I had this chat with Brandy, and I'd rather lean on Brandy for expert rugby league opinion. I look at Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Is there anyone out there who doesn't think he looks fitter and faster and stronger? I mean, he looks so good. I just think I want the ball in his hands as much as possible. And it ain't going to happen at centre. It has to happen at fullback. I think Roger Tuovasa-Shek, Delia medal winner at fullback, is the Warriors' best choice for fullback. Now, that is nothing against Chance Nickel Klukstar. We're just talking about Roger Tuovasa-Shek is next level. So I'm playing Roger as a fullback, maybe um, Andrew Webster thinks he doesn't have the legs because there's a lot of running at fullback. Maybe he's waiting to see, but on, on just what I've seen in a couple of weeks, the fitness level of Roger Tuovasa-Shek, seeing him in the flesh when I went over and uh, interviewed the Warriors players, I, I think the club is best served with Roger handling the ball more, and that happens at fullback. So I'm playing him in the number one and, and uh, Nickel Klukstar in the centres. And one of the things, of course, uh, that they developed last year was belief. I think that's the other thing. Oh yeah, uh, yep. they can start the season with they can start the season as, as you know, as you've alluded to with your own belief. They can start with a much more positive attitude this year. Yeah, and I think um, you know, not that you read a lot in the preseason um, 
trial matches and they lost to the Tigers, so forget the score. But I saw depth and I saw young blokes that have bought into a program, you know, who want to be part of that success. And uh, look, it's been a wish of mine for as long as they've been in the competition to, to see what success, like sustained success in rugby league would look like for the Warriors. I'm hoping that last year is the first of, you know, at least five years where they are regular finalists. Because I think the impact of that would be enormous for not just the Warriors, I think for the game of rugby league. Suddenly, there'd be the 12 and 13-year-old, if there's not already, the 12 or 13-year-old who's always had the dream of playing for the All Blacks. Suddenly, there's this Warriors team that are good year in, year out, that makes rugby league his first choice, or his or her, in um, the case of, of, of the rugby league. So... You know, I'm hoping for sustained success and I haven't found any reason to think that the Warriors won't back it up this year. Before we briefly uh, have a look at uh, the other warm-up games as such uh, with the scorelines, two issues in rugby league which uh, were also interesting. The appointment of Stacey Jones, basically head of Wayne Bennett, is in charge of the Kiwis. What did you make of that over the other side? I'm certainly not against Stacey Jones. Stacey Jones is, is um, you know, if, if commentators can have heroes, he's a hero of mine, loved him as a player, um, have, have loved dealing with him over the years in his other roles. Um, I'm sure he's going to do a, a, a terrific job, 48 tests. <laughs> you know, just He's a legend, a legend of the game. However, there are super coaches, and there's only a very small batch of super coaches. If Wayne Bennett genuinely was interested in coaching my national team, and there'd only be a few if, if you know, a Craig Bellamy put his hand up and a, a few others, not many. But if Bennett's putting his hand up, I'm certainly having the chat and sitting down, and I'm probably appointing him. That, that's me. I, I'm not. I wouldn't turn my back on Wayne Bennett if he's got his hand up to um, to to take the national team. Not sure of his, you know, how he structures his time. Obviously, that's a conversation you'd have to have. But just on the face of it. If Bennett was available to coach my national team, New Zealand, I'd be having Wayne Bennett. And that is nothing against Stacey Jones. The other issue was um, what did Brandy make of uh, Penrith and Wigan? Salty Brandy, Smithy. Salty Brandy. Couldn't get past... Uh, the, look, he, look, he didn't concede that Wigan didn't deserve to win, though. Right? At no point did he say they're robbed of the result, but just certainly robbed on some decisions. And they were outrageous decisions. Penrith... Um, I, I just thought the game was fantastic, wasn't it? it you know, there were some you know, thrilling moments in it, none better than the uh, Jay Field cover tackle on Tyrone May. I mean, if that was a grand final out here, we'd be speaking about it like the Scotty Sattler tackle, you know, Panthers-Roosters, the Benji Marshall flick. It was a, it was a huge moment. Um, no, I love the game and happy for Wigan, but, yeah, some very odd uh, calls. As in, the video ref call is, Brandy's called it the biggest clanger of all time, of all time that, you know, insufficient evidence to overturn, yet you could see line, grass, ball, all short. If he eventually got to the line, it's a double movement by every every barometer they use, like the, just process. And the video referee comes back, insufficient evidence to overturn the on-field decision, which was a guess by a referee on the other side of where the ball was grounded. So that was a, a diabolical call in that instance at a very important, you know, time of the match. Right, you pay little... Um or not a lot of uh, weight to scorelines, etc. when it comes to uh, these warm-up games. But you, you still look at tactics and you still look at players yeah, with early season form. Yeah. Ra- uh, Roosters, Roosters, Rabbitohs, of course. Uh, Roosters, Rabbitohs is always a, a fairly um, 
keenly contested uh, match of any level as well. And of course, bearing in mind that Roosters Rabbitohs are in action first uh, in Las Vegas. Yeah, well, all their players were off. They were all off in America. So do I read anything into the result? No, like no, not collectively. Individually, I saw individuals that, you know, oh, he looks good. And I've written his name down. Blake called Corey Ross, back row for Roosters, looks really good. Um, and a few others, but no. In the result, nothing to see here. Move on. It was second grade and in some cases third tier players playing simply because um, all the stars were in, uh, in America. Right. Sharks 12, Bulldogs 6. Anything there? Yeah, Bulldogs attack, still limited. You know, oh boy, pressure on them. With every, you know, two weeks of trials, haven't seen a lot of points. They'd be happy with the points they've conceded over the first two weeks, but there's obviously still a lot of work to be done for the Bulldogs. We've got our first look at Stephen Crichton in a Dogs jersey and, and as captain. Um, Sharks, moderate, you know, did, did just enough. Um, don't think we'll be talking about this trial come the end of the year, but um, an important last hit out for both teams. Storm, 28, Knights, 10. Yeah, well, they fielded all their, their big names to start. Then it became a bit of, you know, occasionally you had the big stars against uh, lesser lights and then, and then you know, swap around, switcheroo. I did like the way Melbourne went about their work. Craig Bellamy, it, it was, to me, um, he got in their heads and said, this is round one against Penrith, which is who Melbourne are going to be playing. And they came out and looked really tapped into a way. I think that's one of the better... Uh, signs from their forwards. You know, we know we've got the stars. Pappenhausen's looking good on the comeback trail. You know what Cameron Munster, when he returns to the squad, is going to bring to the team. Jerome Hughes was very solid. Harry Grant was excellent. Forwards around them, I thought, you know, showed signs. Melbourne, I got more out of Melbourne um, than I did out of the Knights from that game. Broncos, uh, Seagulls, there are two clubs also involved in uh, Vegas. So, you, um, yeah, so again, does yeah. this just tell us? This just tells us the Broncos might have slightly more depth than the Eagles, does it? That scoreline? Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah, and and you know you're writing writing down again a few names, and and that's where we've got a problem. I know it's another issue, Smithy, but we're going to have to have a good think about this preseason challenge, given that we're locked into Vegas for five years. It can't be allowed to continue under the format that it is with the points, and you have a reserve grade Broncos side actually win the preseason challenge. I don't see the point of that. They're playing a reserve grade side, and that's what we're trying to do to win the 100,000. No, that's not what it's about. It's meant to be a trophy with integrity of some degree. So, you know, no, don't get much out of the game other than a few individuals' names written down saying, oh, he looked all right. West Tigers uh, lost to the Dragons by 16. Of course, they knocked over just a, a much weaker Warriors uh, outfit last week. Uh, for Benji Marshall, uh, on on the evidence of what you've seen, what are we looking at for Benji this year? In all honesty, yeah, we 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 played a little um, grab from Benji post game, and he, you know, he said, "I've got to be honest, I was disappointed." Like he didn't, you know, he showed us a little look at his cards, and no, he wasn't happy. He said they've got three weeks now to get right because they have the, you know, they're not involved in Vegas. They have the buy the first round proper. So they don't play for three weeks. So they've got time to work on what they've shown, but they looked, they looked a little limited. I didn't see... Uh, if, if I'm comparing their efforts in claiming the wooden spoon last year and watching their attack uh, the other night, I'm not getting excited other than, again, we saw Jureen Buller, the young fullback. Um, he, he's going to be good again this year, but you know, I do worry about the Tigers, I'm afraid. Um, Smithy, I'm... I don't have them out of the bottom four. They could be the Spooners again. Okay. Um, Raiders, anything you like about the Raiders and the Cowboys? Nothing? 
Uh, yeah, Cowboys, I saw the Dallium medal winner for the year. There you go. Ooh. I've got the Cowboys making the eight. And if they make the eight, Scott Drinkwater, the fullback, is going to be the Dallium medal winner. Um, he's the dominant playmaker now at the Cowboys. So, you know, they have halves in Chad Townsend and Tom Dearden, but Drinkwater is the X factor for them. He's there, Kalen Ponga. He's there, Tom Drogovic. Um, uh, so if the Cowboys make the eight, I think they bounce back this year. I think Drinkwater is going to absolutely star. Canberra, I think, are going to battle away. You know, they'll be tough in games. They'll try and grind out. But I just think there's a little absence of star quality with the Canberra Raiders. And just finally, uh, Eels comfortable over the Titans? Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to make of the Eels. Um, you know, Moses, Gutherson, Dylan Brown, because he missed that football last year. They need him on deck. So they, they got the, you know, they got the, the mechanics to be a very good side, and they made the grand final the year before last. But do I have them bouncing back? I'm saying no, but not based on yesterday. What I saw yesterday, there were some good things. Titans look like they've got a bit of work to be done too under new coach Des Hasler. Yeah, I'm not, again, it's not a trial match. It's not a game we're going to be talking about in three, four months. Oh, well, we've got all the signs there from that game. No, I didn't, didn't learn a whole lot out of it um, other than reinforce Parramatta need Moses and Brown there all year to get back to their 2022 glory. Radio. well, we know uh, last week where you're heading this weekend. Uh, when do you head off? Uh, what are your expectations of these two matches on the basis that mm. we're dealing in serious stuff all of a sudden? Uh, atmosphere, ticket sales, have you got any ideas about this? Yeah, well, one, I'm flying out tomorrow, and it is a direct flight. Oof. Very privileged to be able to hop on a direct flight, Sydney, into Vegas. So I'll be landing at, uh, let me think, New Zealand time. What about, oh, be, probably by 9 o'clock? Um, on what day is it? Wednesday, I, I land, is it? Or Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, New Zealand time, Wednesday, Australian time, Tuesday, Vegas yeah. time. So I'll be over there. Look, it's very hard to know what the barometers for success will be. I, I think it's a, we're already, it's a major victory that we're there, uh, that we're playing on the same ground the Super Bowl was played, you know, from a television coverage point of view. Fox in America are lending gear to Fox League, the, the Super Bowl set. It's going to be a huge event. Crowd. I've been told from the stadium you need 40,000 to make it look good because of the lower bowl. So you'd want 40,000. I'm told there's about 20,000 Australians flying over. Can you believe that? Oh. Um, and they're looking to drum up business big time. It started, you know, 10 days out from the local interest. So I've never been to Vegas. Is Saturday hectic? Saturday night hectic? I'm assuming it is. <laughs> Rugby League will be there competing with the likes of U2 second last night of their residency at the Sphere. You know, this is we're, we're in an entertainment capital of the world. Um, gee, I'd love it to be full. It's not going to be full. But, Smithy, I don't think there's any fail in this. I think this is um, huge ambition on the rugby league's part. But I said this morning, this might we may never play a first round or first few matches of the season locally ever again. You know, five years in Vegas, I could see us. What about opening a season at Wembley or Old Trafford or, you know, something along those lines? Take it to... To England, um, no, I think this is the start of something huge, and uh, and it's and again, it's a privilege. I feel very lucky to, to going to be part of it. And uh, of course, it, it is pretty important um, on the basis of what you said before that this is well a semblance of a success or a start of a yeah. success because, yep. as you say, locked in five years. Yeah, and, this and is the best the, way to market market oh, it. And sure, this is the yeah. best way to market well, it. Yeah. 
glitz and glamour, and and hopefully the product and the referees and the teams, they all have to they all have to perform. You know, everyone's under a bit of pressure. It'd be great if we had two. How good would it be? Two nail biters and you know, bright attacking play, some big hits. You know, that'll be replayed. Um, you know, on on American screens. It's on Fox Sports One. So that's, you know, huge channel, not Fox Sports 2, which ranks about 120. It's on Fox Sports 1. The potential for eyeballs is massive. Um, so let's, you know, let's set a benchmark in, in year one and get bigger and better every year following on from that. I think our great game, rugby league, that is, Smithy, um, one of the best kept secrets in the sporting world can, can really, this is its time to shine. Okay, there'll be a market on it over there. There'll be a market on it over here, being Las Vegas, mm. of course. Sea Eagles, yeah. Rabbits, Roosters, oh. Broncos. Tip them. Tip them. <laughs> oh, give me even money, even money. Uh, I, look, I don't know. Look, I, uh, it's almost like it'd be flippant to say I don't care. I don't care who wins. You know, like I just want really good games. I'd love both to go down to the last five minutes and not know who the winner is. Um, forced to lock in a tip now. Um, I'll go Rabbitohs over Manly and Broncos over Roosters. There you go. But no great confidence in either of those tips. Just there for the occasion, Smithy. You know, just I'm, just, had, I'm there for the event. Whose num- who's number, whose names came out of the hat alongside you? That's what I want to know. Oh, well, I think, I'm, I think my co-callers will be uh, Michael, uh, my you know, uh, colour commentators, Michael Ennis mm. and Braitha Nasta will be in Vegas to call the action um, at uh, at uh, Allegiant Stadium and all the things around it, Smithy, just so you know, so people who like watching the fan uh, over there um, will be filming an episode of the fan. The moment I land, I've got sort of 36 hours to get around to many sites around Vegas and, and do some filming. So we'll, we'll have an episode of the fan uh, screening. I think it'll be Friday night New Zealand time. So to take you into the weekend. And on game day, the coverage will start at... We're, we're two hours difference now, aren't we? Um, we'll, we'll be mm. starting at um, two o'clock in the afternoon on, on Sunday in New Zealand with coverage. A 90-minute show leading into the first game, the doubleheader, and then Matty John show live after it from Allegiant Stadium. So wow. it's going to be huge. You, you know, you, you'll be able to sit in your lounge room, rugby league from America, pinch yourself. Yes, it's really happening. Look forward to it, Voss. You really do. Uh, travel safe, mate. Enjoy the spectacle. Enjoy Vegas. Going there for the first time, that is... Uh, well, if I find that hard to understand, point one, but uh, point two, I know you're going to enjoy it. I know exactly how you're going to enjoy it, too. All the and best. Can I watch the cricket from over there, too? Can I watch Australia beating New Zealand in the cricket from over there as well? Well, well you could beating do, really. I've, I've, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, if you have to sit in your room and watch cricket, test cricket, you haven't found Vegas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good last tip. Thank you, Smithy. Yeah. Cheers, cheers, Vossie. Travel safe. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. I got me Elvis suit packed. See you, mate. <laughs> cheers, man. Uh, Andrew Voss there out of Sydney. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a trip that would be. Uh, a week in Vegas, doing what you love best, calling rugby league, uh, and uh, what an exercise it is. And five years locked in. Just let us know when the Warriors are due to go. That's what we need to know. Cameron George. Surely Cameron George will wangle a Warriors fixture at, at, in five years. He'd have to have a crack at that. It's 11.21 here on SENZ, and uh, we'll be back soon.